Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone podcast is brought to you by Conti Fitness, the best in health and nutrition and wellness and run training and mindset training and you name it. You want to live a better life? ContiFitness.net. Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness, and uh, that's my company, uh, High Five Health and Fitness. So uh, we do online health coaching and uh, all these things that make you feel good. So if you know if you're picking up what I'm putting down and uh, you think you want to work with me, uh, come check it out. High Five Health and Fitness dot com. We are also very excited to be live podcasting and an official sponsor of the Festival of. The C5K. It is the fifth annual Festival of the C5K. It is on September 21st, 2019, 8 a.m. sharp. Brian, are you pumped about this or what? I'm pumped. Like, and if you want the two fit crazies to come and shout you out as you're crossing the finish line of a 5K, come, come. Like Susie Smith. Yeah. You are a Festival of the the C5K (laughs) finisher. The voice of God, right? You know, Uh like, uh, you. That is your finish line. We're going to totally do no, it like no, Iron Man. Gonna, no, it's going to be totally. It's going to be fun. Gonna I've be done. A, I've done a couple. Of, you know, I've done MC and jobs at finish lines and races before, and it's just a ton of fun. This is it's this just, is exactly a week away from my Iron Man in Maryland, uh-huh. so it's going to be on like Donkey Kong. If you would like some extra little promo, get some save some money. Just put down the word Conti C O N T I. Save you some money on that registration. And uh, that that website is festivalofthec5k.com. So festival, F-E-S-T-I-V-A-L, of, O-F, the C, 5, the number 5k.com. Thanks for that, Brian. You're welcome. See you all there. Yeah. It's Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm good. We sure are where it's at. Episode 116, uh-huh. Kurt Belding coming from Aurora, Colorado. Yeah, good conversation. He has his hand in so many pots. He's it like, makes me tired. Me tired. You know, we, He's we, awesome. We talk about this, right? Because you and I are, are very similar. You know, what do you do? Well, I do this, and then I do this, and I also do this, and mm-hmm. I do this as well. You know, but we always say, like, it always fits, like, under that one umbrella of you know, treating people to good health and, mm-hmm. and improving people's health and outlook and mindset. And, and, and when and, you hire us for like mm-hmm. events in corporate and school and whatnot, Brian will bring the umbrella with him. Oh, I got umbrellas. And open it inside and do a visual of what he's talking about. That's right. That's right. Opening the umbrella inside is not the best of luck, but if you don't believe in things like that, well then, so Kurt is the CEO of Fit Republic. Uh, Fit Republic Foods, Fit Republic yeah. Sports Nutrition, yeah. and they've got brick and mortars, uh, seven locations in uh, Colorado, and I believe Will Nebraska. Will be nine. Yep, he's working on on nine, and I believe Nebraska. He said uh, for another one, but uh, uh, really, really interesting conversation from uh, you know an entrepreneurial perspective, uh, as well as a fitness perspective, and what drives him to do what he's doing with the company um, that he that he founded, uh, you know, several years ago. Uh, I think he said two thousand. And twelve, am I right? Mm-hmm. Go to the notes, Conti. Yeah, um, Jamie, yes. <laughs> young Jamie. Yes, uh, two thousand twelve. So, Fit Republic. So, really good conversation. Uh, you know, to hear this perspective, um, what his day to day is like. He's a go getter. All right, so he's got, um, you know, he, he's got a lot going on, and he uses most of his day, uh, the day hours, uh, to to get it all done. Which is, uh, you know, it's always interesting. But you know what? No one does this stuff, uh, like Christine says during the show, no one does this stuff for that long every day and, every, you know, day in, day out, unless they really have a passion for it. And uh, that's what you're going to hear from Kurt uh, is, is his passion for everything that he's got going on. I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Every, it. It's just a it's a really awesome, energetic perspective on you know, getting out there and doing something good for you and using your food. And yes, he talks about supplements, but he doesn't say, no, you just have to take this and this works. It's, hey, let's focus on the food. Let's focus on you. Um, He also talks about that, the body scan and how important that is to kind of, you know, instead of just the scale or just the measurements or just this, let's bring in some other tools to, to see what may work for you. And, you know, we're all an experimental one. And, you know, he talks about, yeah, let's, 
let's focus on the food and the fitness and now let's see what other things, you know, we can, we can help. And, and again, you're going to hear the story about how he started out, you know, working for GNC and, and saw the fact that he said, Hey, I can do this better and has created, you know, some of his own products. And, you know, we talk about the, the pros and cons of this and how to re- the regulation and, you know, is this good? Is this not good? And, and again, a lot of you guys out there are, Falling for the traps. I'm going to say it. <laughs> Falling for the traps. The easy pill for an ill. The if I just do this, this will happen. Or, you know, this one fitness program. And it, guys, you, it's, it's not that simple. You are a complicated person. Go out, be an experimental one. See what can work for you. Talk to professionals and, and go from there. And, uh, and, you know, and it's, you know, the competitive nature of Kurt and his, entrepreneurial spirit and his uh and his quest to provide people with what they need based on the why uh which is something that you hear him say quite a bit uh you know, it's a really good conversation so uh, let's get at it here episode 116 of the two fit crazies in a microphone podcast with kurt belding ceo fit republic let's go Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Brian, you know where it's at today. I do. It Ep- is episode 116. We're just moving, moving, moving. 116 with Kurt Belding. Kurt, how are you? I'm great, guys. Thanks for having me on your podcast. 116, that's great. Yeah, we're rolling. I love it. We're having a really good time, Kurt. We're uh, two fit crazies and... Uh, we're getting crazier, I think, as as time goes on. <laughs> for us, we feel I'm, like it's normal. For others, they think it's a little crazy. But Conti, I'm just along for the ride with your craziness. It's it's like I'm caught up in the vortex of craziness with you. How how's everything going? How you feeling? I'm feeling fine. That's another. That's something else <laughs> to talk about later. Kurt, I have a I have a big race. I'm racing in September. Kurt, and, uh, she's she's doing Ironman Maryland, and uh, the foot's not feeling so well lately. Ah, uh, is that where the crazy comes in? Is the uh, Iron Man's and getting crazy with fitness then, or is that that's just the first? That's literally like the icing on the cake. That's just <laughs> that's just like sprinkles on the on the Sunday, but but part of it, part of it, yeah. Oh my gosh! So, Kurt, tell our listeners. Let's talk about that later, Brian. Uh, tell our listeners where where are you coming to us from, by the way. I, I'm here in Denver, Colorado. More specifically, Aurora, Colorado, is where my headquarters is at. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I, you know, from Midwest to East Coast, here we are. That's right. Technology. I love it. Amazing. I love it. So, Kurt, what uh, what are you up to? What's going on today? What's your what's your day like today? What's happening? It is a Friday here that we're doing our podcast. So, what's up? It's a Friday, and Fridays are actually my most depressing day of the week. <laughs> I love Mondays. I hate Fridays. Is that weird? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, perspective is important. Yeah. I mean. Fridays is the last day that I get a, you know, I'm a big family guy. So uh, after Friday hits, I spend a lot of time with family Saturday, Sunday. I go all in on family. And, um, but that, so Friday is my last day I can create in the business world or the entrepreneur world, you know. So it's kind of a bittersweet day, but every day is crazy, man. Like every second of the day counts for me. Uh, My day starts at 5 a.m. and I usually go to about 9 p.m. So I try to get anywhere between 12 to 15 hours in a day. Um, my thoughts here is, all right, if it takes a thousand hours to accomplish what I want to accomplish, whatever that might be, how fast and how soon can I get those thousand hours in? So if I'm only putting eight hours in a day, it's going to take me a little bit longer to get there. But if I can put 12 to 15, I can get there faster. Kurt's right. like my other half. <laughs> we may, we uh, may be kindred spirits, Kurt. <laughs> he's used yeah. the word, he's used the word, uh, 
crazy already. Uh-huh. And also five to nine, not nine to five. Right. 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 Oh yeah. 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 And uh, it, all right. So tell us, you are the CEO of Fit Republic. That's right. Yep. So I'm the CEO. Of Fit, I actually founded Fit Republic in 2012, and we're a sports nutrition company. I used to be a um, a GNC franchisee actually way back in the day. Okay. And uh, I was a stereotypical knucklehead franchisee that thought he could do everything better, mm-hmm. and created Fit Republic in 2012. <laughs> and since 2012, how's it coming along? Oh man, it's been a roller coaster, ups and downs. It's entrepreneurship every day. I I tell my guys I'm like a, a bipolar owner, where one day is amazing, the next day is horrible, and that's how it's been for about 15 years. A day? <laughs> so, well, you don't mean every 15 minutes? Because that's how, that's how I function every once in a while. I'm yeah, like, yeah, today's like, awesome. The next phone call, I'm like, um, oh god. And the next one, I'm like, yeah, you know, oh. Yeah. As long as those ups keep coming, Kurt, you know? As long as you can focus and grasp the ups and not let the downs be too far down, I think you're okay. So what – tell our listeners what is Fit Republic. What What is it that you are truly passionate about that you decided to do this? Well, Fit Republic, we're a sports nutrition company, so we're very similar to – the best way for me to let someone understand this was would be like a GNC store or Max Muscle where we – we sell supplements, but obviously I'm biased, and I think we're way better than any supplement store on the planet. And we're not, and I, th- no, I don't think of us as just a supplement store. So we do a bunch of other stuff too. Where I have uh, Fit Republic Foods, which is a meal prep company. We sell meal prep out of the store. Um, we do a lot of technologies, so like 3D body scanner, metabolic testing. So really, man, my my biggest passion is I really I love fitness. I love helping people become fit. And really, I want to set everyone up for the tools for success in that realm. I just see so many people that are super uneducated, go into on these fad diets and buy these miracle weight loss pills and just get super uneducated and don't see any results. So I really want to set my customer base up or everybody that I could touch up for success, knowing that it's, it's what you eat. It's how you work out. Supplements come. They just supplement the diet. So. That's really where my passion comes from is helping people. And then the money follows after that. You know, if, if you're chasing money, you're probably not doing the right thing for the right people. I agree on that wholeheartedly. You know, that's uh that's that's a tough way to uh to exist when that's the prize. You know, helping people is is um is has to be first and foremost for sure. That's uh, tough to yeah. I'm gonna jump in. That's yeah. really tough sometimes. Again, I come from investment banking and you're always taught, you know, like success is money. But or money is success, whereas that that's not exactly what life is all about. Some people will never understand that, and those people that don't are probably never truly happy. Right. And the older I get, I mean, not that I'm that old, but like the older I'm getting now, the more I'm seeing that in people, and the more that I could see someone and say, I mean, even like, you know, not to be too weird, but like I can sense their energy. I can, you know when someone is, I'm sorry, but full of shit. You know that. <laughs> yeah. You could sense it. You know their energy and you know their intention. And, you know, are they trying to be like a hard sell for you or do they really genuinely right. care? Or are they seeing you as dollar signs? And it's it's a crazy, crazy thing, crazy way to live. So so how do you do that as the CEO and, and the company? I mean, obviously there's, there's you know, red and black and bottom lines and things that you have to to meet and, and employees that, that, that need to be paid. And, and how, so how do you differentiate the two when, you know, when you want to help people, but there's also got to be some costs in the, uh, involved in some profit? Yeah, Brian, I mean, that's, that's a great question. And it's a balance, 100%. But here's the the biggest, I guess, tool that I have is always focusing on your why. So again, my why is how can I help as many people as possible live a better life, you know, a healthier life. And as long as I keep that why in mind, that changes every decision that I make. So if I'm looking at the company, I'm like, okay, we're in the red. How do I get to the black? If I'm just looking at dollars and cents and how to make money and I don't have my why in mind, I'm not going to be very successful. I'm not going to make it very far. But if I keep my why in mind, which, all right, I need to make money. I need to be profitable. But first and foremost, how do I help people? Then everything, all my decisions follow that. It makes it really easy, actually. And the biggest thing that I've seen 
And I've made a lot of mistakes in my entrepreneur career. I make mistakes every day. But the biggest thing that I, I keep falling back to is if I'm providing value to the customer or value to a person, money equals value. So if I'm helping their life, money will equal that. And I don't need to put a price on it. It'll just come. So I, I know that when I'm getting stressed out, I'm like, okay, I'm losing money in this part of the business. I'm losing money in this part of the business. I, I can, it's easy to jump to, okay, how do I make quick money to not lose, to not, you know, to go back into the black, but that's the wrong decisions to make us the wrong process. You should be looking at yourself as how do I help people more and add more value to their lives? And that will equal money. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. No, no I like it. You know, and, and, you know, as, both of us, you know, Christine and I are business owners, small business owners, you know, certainly not um, a, a, a franchise in the sense that, that you guys have or storefronts or anything like that. You know, we're, we're um, health coaches and trainers. And, and you know, the way – look, I think Christine and I have had this conversation before. If we could do it for free, we would do it just because oh, yeah. the, the passion is to help the people. That's and, my goal in life, yeah. that I never right? have to charge people for, you know, coaching or training or whatever. and. People are like that. That's amazing. And I'm like, well, no, that's what I love. I just happen to have this stupid government or whatever keeps sending me bills <laughs> and taxes. It just keeps showing up. But you know, that's I love it. Um, and how do you how do you also make a career and and support yourself and your family and whatnot um, with with all of that? So yeah. So now, what's the what's the day to day like for you? Sure. Uh, and, and you know, let me just real quick. Just touch on what you said right there is um, I think that if you're providing a tremendous amount of value and you actually underprice your value, the most important thing is how you make your money, not how much money you make. Right. So if I can go to bed at night feeling really good about what I do, then I don't feel bad about asking someone for money for the value that I'm giving them, knowing that I've underpriced that anyway. And I'm helping them even more by underpricing that value. So. Um, I think that's real important is being able to sleep good at night, but, um, me too. Me three. Yeah. Yeah. Back to your point is, uh, I mean, back to your question, what's my day look like? Um, it's, you know, it's all over the place and I really love it. It just depends on what hurdle and, and what obstacle I'm, ta- I'm I call myself a firefighter is <laughs> typically, you know, the, fires come every day. My guys will handle a lot of the small fires, but the big fires get to me. So 90% of my day is problem solving. To be honest with you is problem solving and motivating my team. So they continue to be happy and and hungry for success. So I do a lot of stuff. So uh, today was uh, went to the kitchen where we're doing meal prep, making food. So visiting my team there, making sure they're happy. And then I come here with my videographer, Ian, we're setting up for this podcast and building the personal brand. I'll meet with my team, which is more videographers, district managers on fires that are going on and future vision stuff and how do we increase and grow the company. Um, but every day is different and I love it. I love the, the obstacles, the challenge of entrepreneurship and success, I love fitness. So it, it blends really well for me. So who's on your team right now? So you left when you created Fit Republic. Now you have you obviously have a facility in Colorado. Yes. In um mm-hmm. you said in Aurora. Now how many people are on your team? Who are you overseeing? What's going on there? I have about 25 to 30 people on my team. Teams uh so I have individual companies. So the Fit Republic Foods, obviously I have a chef, uh line cooks, a team there. I've got a corporate team with a district manager, marketing manager, uh, outside sales, videographer, a graphic design guy that does a lot of like a website, corporate stuff. And then I have my retail teams, which are managers, employees, uh, uh, assistant managers. And I also have a content creation company where we create content for other companies because I, I do a lot of that with my own company, you know, all my companies. Um, so that's another team. I actually have a hunting company where I do guided elk hunting moose. <laughs> I know I'm a, I'm, this is a great podcast cause I'm, I'm a crazy serial entrepreneur. Seriously. We call, <laughs> we, it's like we have friends that, you know, they're, they're involved in so many different, I mean, we are too hands in a lot of pots and we're like, Hey man, how many jobs you got? You know, right. yeah. it's fantastic. But that's, yeah. that's you. And then what's the word? It's, you are a, um, 
Come on, Brian. Multi-potentialite. Yes. Yes. Multi-potentialite. Have you heard that yet? Have you ever heard that word? I haven't, but I like it. I okay. may use it. Can I use that, You Brian? can totally use yeah, it. Yeah, no. We got it from a TED Talk. Uh, I forget the woman's yeah. name, I could say, but you can look it up. Look up multi-potentialite in TED Talk. You'll find it. Oh, my gosh. She's like, I'm not happy doing one thing. I like doing many things, and I you know, I have potential in many, many areas, and it's, it's good. It's, it fits us pretty well. Yeah. You know, God, I'd be so bored if I only did one thing. Right. Right. It'd be too easy. Yeah. I don't like it. Well, <laughs> I, yeah. How many, uh, how many retail locations do you have now? We have seven retail locations. I have wow. two more coming up, so I'll make us nine. Um, and, it, you know, it's been ups and downs. I, fran- I did a wave of franchising. I think at one point I got up to ten locations, lost a couple franchises, just learning experiences. The biggest learning experience is – for me was I thought I could teach anybody how to run a business uh-huh. and not everybody's meant to own their own business. Let's just put it that way. Amen to that. That's, yeah. that's for sure. Some people are, are just good soldiers that take orders and are, you know, other people are, you and, know, and, and just personalities of, of, of working with other people. You know, you can, you know, there's different types of coaches. There's different type of, of, you know, uh, of owners. There's different types of manager styles, you know, and, and not all of it is conducive with success. Um, Absolutely. how do you, how do you, I mean, all right. So now we're, we're in, uh, you know, sports nutrition supplement industry. You've got seven locations, you've got managers in each location, you've got employees in each location and everything kind of needs to, um, you know, fit your vision for, for everything. I think uh, what I see a lot in this space is education and information and how that gets put out to the consumer. How do you, Take your managerial team or your, you know, whatever your vision is for it and condense it to them and then have them, you know, honestly and, and, and you know, um, ethically or whatever, however you do, because it's a sketchy space at times. Um, sure. Get that over to the consumer with good quality information that's helpful to them. Yeah, I mean, that's a good question because you make a copy of a copy and you keep doing that and the copy gets diluted. Right. right. So. Um, and it's, it's difficult. What I've learned over the years is it's all about individual motivation. What, you know, so every one of my employees from part time to some that works just a couple hours a, a week for me to management, to district manager, I sit them all down and I ask them, what do they want for their life? What do they foresee one year, five year goals? And then I, I intertwine this. So I was all right, if this is what you want to accomplish in one year, let me help you get that and let me put you on that path with Fit Republic or with another one of my companies that I'm doing. And I think that's super motivated and super powerful that we are all aligned with the same why and same motivation. So now when it comes down to training, I'm, you know, we have a very extensive, vigorous training program because education to the consumer in this space is very important, just like you said. And now that motivation is there to actually execute the training, execute them training their employees because they have already got in sight a clear vision of what they can accomplish by executing this. And it's exactly what they want out of life. And there's and motivation is a, a negative and a positive response. The positive response is, wow, I could actually accomplish what I want in life in a year or five years or whatever plan I'm on. But if I don't execute and if I don't do well, the negative of this is I lose my job or I don't get what I want. So by using both of those, the negative and positive to motivate, I found it, it's really, uh, it's made things a lot easier in executing the little details of training their part-time people and let their part-time people help the customer. It, now that motivation about why and, and their long-term goal is in their mind of everything that they're doing. Uh, I also have a thing called a farm program, and uh, if I'm talking too much, guys, you just cut me no, off. No, no, this so, is what we uh, <laughs> this is what we want. This is the goods. All right. So I came. I, I developed a, a farm system. One thing I realize is you may have five hundred thousand dollars, and you want to open up a couple locations or businesses or whatever. It doesn't mean that you're going to be good at running those businesses just because you have money. And a lot of people that be really good at running that business don't have the money to open open the business. Mm-hmm. They don't have the financial capabilities. So my farm program is someone comes and joins one of my companies. They put in their blood, sweat, and tears, vest themselves for a couple of years with me. And then when they're ready to own their own business, 
I give them their business. I hand it off to them without having to spend all the money up front. All right. So it's like a rent to, just, rent to own type of situation. Yeah, kind of like, you know, you worked your ass off for me, so you would run this business really well. I know you would never have this business any other way because you don't have the financial capabilities. Here's I'm going to hand it off. I'm going to give it to you. You earned it, but you just pay me a payment each month until that business is paid off. Okay. That's awesome. Hey, fair enough. You know, it's a good uh, – if, if, uh, if you can help somebody out like that, that's beautiful. And that's what it's about, guys, is helping, every, you know, helping everybody. Helping my part-time employees get what they want out of life, my managers, my corporate team, which we're all intertwined together and everyone gets what they want, right? So let's talk about who is your target customer right now? So when you go out there, what, who are you looking for? Who are these? I know that you, know, you talk about like, you know, I really want to help people. I want to give them more quality lives and, and whatnot. But who, who are these people? Uh, we, we focus more on the average day Joe and Jane mm-hmm. because that's 98% of the population. 2% of the population are crazy fitness people like you and Brian, uh-huh. right? <laughs> you guys know your stuff. For the most part, you know what you're doing. You have a probably very good fit life. You're running marathons and, and Ironman. So you, you guys are pretty dialed in. Now we do have a space for you and you know, we do accommodate, but 98% is the average day Joe and Jane that don't have the education that you guys have. And most people are super uneducated, especially when it comes to how to eat right. So that's really our, our target demographics. It's the soccer mom with two kids that just wants to look better naked and live longer to the, the guy that wants to lose a little bit of love handle and be able to function well at 45 and 50 when it gets there. It's, it's those everyday Joe and James that I really want to help. So now how do they find you? And then what happens at this point? Well, that's all about marketing, right? So uh, you can market a bad product and that won't do much. So the product has got to be on point first. So what I mean by the product is my and, and I'm going all in on fit Republic here. We can talk about other companies. Sure. I'm assuming it's the main one you guys can talk about it. So the systems of the business have to be on point. When a customer walks in the door, the pricing's got to be right. The product quality's got to be right. The customer experience has got to be right. As long as those three things are on point, you have a good model. Then you can market the model, get people in the door, and that just duplicates and word of mouth spreads. So how I get customers or how people hear about me, I focus heavily on digital marketing, social media marketing. Um, emotional branding. So instead of like a lot of marketing of, Hey, look at, we have this product for this price, which we do have the best prices, but I'd rather market as look at the, look what type of cool company we are. Look at our culture. Look at our why we want to help people. And that's the forefront of our marketing and word, word travels fast, especially in this space. What, uh, what, so we talked about that. No, uh, first Republic foods. Let's uh, let's look at that. How do you lay that out? Roll roll that out to people. Is that done strictly through the brick and mortar? Is that done, um, you know, store pickups? How does that work? Uh, both actually. So we do B two C, you know, direct to consumer. They can order online. We deliver to a pickup spot. We also sell to all our stores, other gym locations, so that we sell the food and make money. Um, so we do both with that. And, and the biggest reason why I started Fit Republic Foods is I realized that I can tell someone the right things to eat, teach them how to eat correctly, but executing and actually doing it for the consumer is very hard for them. It's hard to meal prep. You guys meal prep yourself? Absolutely. Absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> I'm just honest. I am the most honest person ever. Christine, what'd you do? Did not do it. It's- <laughs> For my lifestyle, you, I should. I totally should, yeah. but I don't make the time for it. it. Yeah. You know, it's, and my husband cooks, and I do not. He's good. He's a good egg. Yeah. So, but, you know, you know you should meal prep for your lifestyle. Right. That's something that I'm sure you've done before, and it's hard. And the reason why you don't do it is it sucks. It sucks cooking all that food and doing all that work and labor to eat the same thing for three or four days in a row because that's all you cook, right? Right. Right. So that's why I created Fit Republic Foods was to help 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 someone just like you, where I, I know I should meal prep. I know I should eat healthy if I'm hungry and I'm out and about. The only places I can eat are 
fast food places and they're not very healthy for you. So that's where I created Federal Public Foods is give healthy options at a good price uh, and convenient for the consumer. Because let's face it, that one of our biggest problems in America today is obesity. Mm-hmm. And the reasons why we have obesity, high blood pressure, diabetes is the food industry. It's the bottom line, the bottom dollar of these huge companies producing food that they're not producing healthy food. They're producing something they can keep their bottom line Absolutely. Down. Right? Yep. And I get angry. That like angers yeah, me. That, that's I'm whole, sitting here stewing. It's <laughs> a whole stewing. different it's a whole different page to turn on that. I mean that is uh you know, and, and fresh foods and, and clean eating and, and and all those things that we need. And and look, it's it comes down to you know, a fit republic foods or a company like yourselves you know, it comes down to people delegating time. Like Christine says, you know, Christine's extremely busy. She's a five to niner, uh, you know, like yourself. And, you know, so delegating that time and the dollar to have somebody do it for you is very convenient and, you know, it's, it's necessary. So, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's important to have these, these type of things, uh, you know, for, for people that aren't able to do it, like the soccer mom, like you said, the people that might need it the most, you know, just take the decisions, uh, out of their hands and just provide them with what they need. And then there you go. That's right. Again, it's adding value to someone's life. Right. Is the, yep. How, how in depth is it? How do you have, uh, you know, how, what are their choices? How do you determine what they're, uh, they're, they're able to get? Is it, um, you know, kind of like what you're purchasing on your end? How does it work? Yeah, sure. So I do something a little bit different than what most, uh, meal companies like mine do. Usually most restaurants or anybody serving food has a static menu where here's your menu and this is what it is always is. We switch a couple things out here and there. But I have a rotating menu, actually. So we do uh, seven different meals. You guys are going to love this. We have desserts. We have protein donuts. We have protein cookie dough, edible cookie dough. That's healthy for you. I'm so, all in. I'm all in. I'm sorry you said oh, but man, cookie no. dough. Uh-huh. What? I woke up. <laughs> oh, and the marketing capability of a protein do- a healthy protein donut, people go nuts for that stuff. So. Um, anyway, I have a rotating menu of seven meals, uh, each week. So it's, and it's a four week rotating menu. So we actually have 28 meals that we rotate and then I have the desserts all the time. Uh, and every 30 days we bring out a new item, whether it be a new meal or a new dessert. That way people get, don't get so burned out. So like, for example, this week was chicken and waffles, which is a big hit for us. Um, so, you know, people that love chicken waffles will come get it this week. But it won't be back around for another four weeks. So people have to wait until that comes back around again. Creating that desire for that to come back around <laughs> again, right? When's that chicken and waffles coming? Feed me. Um, yeah. Yeah. And and do they do it, you know, a la carte? Is it? Uh, is there a minimum that they have to uh, to, to get into? What how to, um, you know, is it they can have certain choices for certain days or they have to do a certain amount of days a week and they only do one day a week? I know Thursday night's going to be busy. What do you got for me there? You know, stuff like that. No, man, actually, they could do whatever they want. And that's, that's uh, a big philosophy of mine. I don't want to limit the consumer and put restrictions on them. So I try to set everything up as, as easy as I can for the consumer. So they can walk into a, a location, grab one meal. They can order online as many or as little meals as they want, and it'll go to a drop-off location. They can pick it up on our delivery days. So our delivery days are Tuesdays and Fridays um, to keep the food fresh. So – Consumers can do whatever they want, man. The only thing that I can't do right now is mail food to their door. I haven't figured that, that piece out yet. Drones, right? Give it to yeah. Amazon is on it. They'll, they'll they'll lead the way. You just come through after them. So, Kurt, are you a really good cook yourself? Let's talk about that. You know, I don't know if I'm a good cook. I think my wife definitely outdoes me, but I'm big. I love to hunt and to eat my own Things that I kill, right? That my own animals. So I'm the I'm the typical guy that likes to do the grilling and and the cooking of the meat. So that's kind of where my expertise is at. Is I cook a lot of wild game and and a lot of the the meat side of our family. Got it, got it. So all right, let's let's go back now. So did you oh, were you always interested in sports and you know in, and kind of nutrition and and all of this? When you were younger, what? How does? How did this whole thing start? Let's go back to that. Sure, let's go back to the beginning. Uh, 
This is the I, good I'm stuff, Kurt. Boy. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a farm boy. I grew up on a farm in Nebraska. I actually, I grew up in a small town of about a thousand people. We didn't even have a stoplight. So I'm just a small town kid. Um, and being from a small town, you get to play every sport. So love sports growing up. I played every sport that was offered. I excelled in a few of them, uh, basketball, football, track, baseball was my love. So I, I played college baseball and, uh, and I, I just love fitness, always love being in shape and, and back then, you know, the supplements that were offered were absolutely horrible. But, you know, everyone, I knew I had to take them, you know, that do you guys remember that old Joe Weeder protein oh, powder? Yeah. Oh, man. Metrics. The metrics. Yeah, yeah it was terrible. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, big athlete, man. Um, you know, played college baseball. And then, actually, I loved psychology. So while I was in college, I got a, a degree in psychology. And my plan was to become a sports psychologist, love that, or even a counseling psychologist. So I went to got, get my master's in psychology. While I was doing that, my brother at the time owned a couple GNC stores. And it hit me one day that I wasn't going to make any money in my field of psychology. Right. I was doing all this schooling to, to make, you know, forty, fifty thousand $50,000 maybe a year. And then I'd have to listen to everyone's problems every day of my life. <laughs> That's <laughs> a bridge. To, that was, yeah. Bridge I didn't to know nowhere. That was really what I wanted to do. So anyway, my brother owned GNC stores and he was just killing it with these GNC stores. And I went and helped him out a little bit. And I, I just kind of fell in love with the industry. It fit me really well. I loved helping people. I was kind of a natural salesperson, so I did well in the sales side of it. And I decided that um, me and him were going to go in and get our buy my first GNC store. So I bought half a GNC store, moved to Colorado to do it, and I've been here ever since. How do you how do you um, source your products, and how do you you know from a purchasing end? I mean, there is a lot of garbage still in the, out there. You know, do you have a, a signature line that you uh, you know, or, or you're like a label of your own that you uh, work with, or how do you really kind of keep things that aren't going to be helpful or the, you know, the nonsense out of your store. Yeah, that's great because, you know, if I go back to my why I maybe I'll make more money on a product that's garbage product. Right. So right. if I do that, it doesn't fit my why I'm not helping people. And then a saying that I have is you can sell shit in a can once, but you can't sell shit in a can twice. Right. So, right. Um, sorry. I don't know if I'm supposed to, if we're cussing no, on this. You're good. Uh, I already crossed you, before. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good. <laughs> So <laughs> well, yeah, going back to what you, your question is, I actually manufacture my own lines. Okay. So I have two supplement lines at, at about to be the third brand that I've, I'm bringing out here in a couple months. But why I do that is on the business side, I have control. I have control of my ingredients. I have control of my research and development. I have control of my pricing. I make money selling it to my franchises. Um, my consumer can't find the product cheaper online, so it helps me compete with online. And then for my why, I, I feel really good about the product that I'm selling people. I know it's high quality. I know it's going to help them. And it fits my why really well, too. Now, where are you making that? So I've got a couple manufacturing companies. I don't own the manufacturing company. I, I source this like third party. So I've got yeah. actually one in New York. Um, uh, we're on the East Coast by you guys. I've got one in Florida and one in Arkansas that I work with. And one locally I'm just starting to work with, but... You know, I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket, so it's good to have multiple sources to manufacture this and, and make these products. That that's a very interesting part of, part of it. You know, you have these these uh, companies that you rely on them really to to make the products and and put your label on it, and you know, so that in itself is 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 important so, um, sourcing. How much of what you do is um, you know third party verified NSF? Um, you know, anything uh, that they have there, or even you know organic grade and um, you know things like that. How um, how do you go about confirming or working with them to make sure that everything that you do is um, you know, as, as as authentic as labeled. Yeah, that's great, man. Because I think you you hit on this point a little earlier. Is this industry has been a bit shady with the manufacturing? You see the amino spiking and you know metallics in the muscle milk and yeah. it, it's been. Yeah, it's been crazy. We, so, we've even had we even had a guy on here, um, oh, uh, Chandler Walker, who was a he's a chemist, and he was putting he was 
putting supplements on plates and breaking it down and, you know, and determining that everything that they said was in these products wasn't, um, you know, and it was really bullshit. And, you know, so he kind of got away from, from a lot of that stuff. And, and it, it was like a fun game for this guy because he was, had the capable. Yeah, but you know, he pissed a lot of yeah, people yeah, off. Yeah, like he it was, was a very touchy was, subject. With so, the, so with that, I mean, you know, there's only so much that you as, you know, there's, there's faith that you put in there or there's certification that you gives you right. the faith. So how do you go about well, that? It's better nowadays, Brian, because, uh, you know, back in the day, you could basically do whatever you wanted. And there was not a lot of regulations. Now there's a lot of regulations and I love it. I love that everything's regulated more. Um, to your question, 100% of everything I manufacture and produce is third party tested. It's all made in FDA regulated facilities. It's very strict, very, there's a lot of scrutiny that goes into every product that I make from testing the raw goods to make sure there's no bacterias to final testing of making sure the label matches what's actually in the product. So there's a lot of testing and a lot of certifications. And, and even packaging, what's it going in? You know, like that, that's, uh, that's an important thing. You know, you take a good quality product and put it into a, you know, a plastic can, a canister that, you know, could contaminate it to the point of, you know, being unhealthy or something. And so I know it's very important for those things. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And again, at the end of the day, man, if I'm selling something I don't feel good about to my customer, I don't sleep good at night and I don't like what I'm doing, no matter if I'm making money or not. So that's really comes back to my why I got to got to do what's right for the customer. Kurt, we didn't talk about the products. So what are you sourcing out? What What is this? And how can we get in? Tell our listeners what's going on. Sure. So uh, everything, um, everything from everything sports nutrition related. So from pre-workouts to protein powders, to branch chain aminos, multivitamin, fish oil, CLA, glutamine. I have everything in every category. And, and you know, the main reason is I got to support all my locations. I need to have that in every category. So um, the brands are Body Rival. That's one of my brands. New Age Nutrition is another brand, and I'm about to launch my own in-house brand, which is Fit Republic brand. Is That'll be hitting here in about 30 days. That's awesome. All right, because we're going to have to put all of this on our social media pages as well because I want to make sure that – Hashtag, hashtag, yeah, hashtag. Yeah, 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 so that all of our right? listeners yeah. can um, – can check this out because we're always looking, you know, we're always looking for good quality products and, and people ask us all the time, you know, you know, what do you take or what do you do? And we, you know, for Brian and I, we're mostly, you know, we don't take a lot of stuff, but the thing is, is that people really, what are they training for? What's going on? I know that, you know, for myself, when I'm ramping up for a, a big race, I do supplement with, with protein shakes. I need something extra because I'm just not getting enough because of everything breaking down. And I'm always looking for something, for something good, for something quality. And there's always, yes. uh, and there's always just, you know, a lot of white noise out there. Oh man, it's flooded with, I call it bro knowledge, which is just <laughs> bros talking about, you know, what you should and shouldn't do. And there's so many different philosophies and counter, uh, you know, counter can do it philosophies that say one one study says one thing the next study says another so for a consumer it's it's super confusing for them to find out what to take that's why we do so well in our our locations is the education to the consumer is so valuable and and of course you need to recover you're going out and doing a uh, iron man you, you need that extra supplementation just to recover and to feel better after that if not even preparing to do it in the first place so it, you know i would check out body rival that's really my focus right now is that brand um i have the most skews under that brand we have some really good stuff that we're doing we have an ambassador program we just did an eight-week weight loss or a transformation challenge where i actually entered in that so you might be able to see some footage on my fat picture and my after picture um <laughs> And we we gave away a trip for two on uh, a cruise for the winter of that. So you guys have to check that out. That's Will awesome. Do. We're getting some feedback in here. Feedback I, don't, I don't know if here. that's you or no. me. Well, I'm not sure. All right. All right. I'm hearing everything twice. All right. So uh, um, I think you said something really important before, which was that the 
nutrition is to supplement or the supplements should supplement the nutrition. And I think that that is, you know, really the approach that needs to be taken. And at least when we work with, with, with people myself, you know, it's, it's the, we should start from the, the minimum up, like, and that supplementation isn't a more is better type of routine. Like you can go into your store and grab plenty of things that, you know, would, might be helpful. But I think that, you know, starting from the nutrition and then working up from there is, you know, is something that that's really important and something that, you know, is somebody that, that is, you know, owns these stores and, and, you know, and it's your passion and you're the CEO of all of these things. You know, it's, it's good to hear you say that because, you know, the supplements are there to supplement the nutrition. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, so tell us a little bit more. And I think it's great that you also have the first fit Republic foods because, you know, that's putting that nutrition for, you know, out front as well. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's like a, you know, I always say this, like, and this is maybe devil's advocate or something, you know, people were able to be fit before GNC and these stores showed up on the scene. Like, how were they able to maintain a a good, you know, semblance of health um, without all this stuff? And then, you know, then seeing it as, okay, now we can use this stuff, like, you know, like you said, for performance before, during, after, whatever, um, you know, to kind of give ourselves a little bit more of what's needed. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say here is that I appreciate you saying that nutrition should come first and that the supplement should supplement. And then from there, you know, where do you think, like, what is a necessary supplement? You know, person to person, obviously, we're all individuals. Where do you see, like, that first thing that must be addressed post-nutrition? Sure. But, yeah, Brian, I mean, you hit it on the head and in – I, I'm very open about my philosophy of, yes, I own supplement stores. I own a meal prep company too, but most important is food. You're right. Like you can be in great shape without taking any supplements. Supplements just supplement your diet and supplements because, you know, nowadays food doesn't have the nutrition value like it used to. So whatever you can't get in your diet is where the supplement comes. And you can make great progress and great strides just by eating healthy and eating correctly. That's most important. Supplements just help you get to your goal faster. And, and I know we turn, we actually tell people not to buy stuff a lot of times because our philosophy when a customer comes in, we go over what they're eating first. So we go over meal plans, workouts. And if we feel that they can get it in their diet, we say, eat it in your diet. No need to buy this as a supplement. Only buy what you absolutely need. Or what's going to get you there faster? So, um, I think that was the first part of your question, right, Brian? No, and that's and that's beautiful, and that, and I, and you're you're a pros pro, you know. Like I think that that's important and shouldn't be lost in this conversation. Is that you know you're coming at it from an angle of you know your business is your business, but you know it's it's kind of like you don't need some of this stuff, and and I think that that that's I appreciate it if nothing less. Yeah. Just more yeah, as far as and figuring out like what people should be supplementing we. We take every customer and break down every customer as a diagnostic. Okay, what's your goal? What are you doing? What are you, how are you working out? How are you eating now? And then we start super basic. We start with a core four um, that everybody can and should take. It would be a protein, glutamine, multivitamin, and good fats, like some oils, uh, CLA, fish oil stuff. So um, that's where we start with everybody. And if they're getting plenty of protein throughout their day, we may say, okay, you only need that protein shake after the workout. And that's the only time. Or, you know, we gear everything based upon what that customer is doing. But, you know, you're right. More is not necessarily better. You got to get that foundation down right. You got right. to eat correctly, work out correctly, and then a supplement will help you. Let me, uh, let me ask you this. Now, you're in a business that, um, you know, is, especially with the brick and mortars, is that is uh, greatly affected by online sales and, and, you know, just even I mentioned Amazon before or whoever, you know, there's there's plenty of places where people can get all this stuff. And then from there even is that, you know, goddamn MLM industry that I rail against almost constantly with, uh, you know, little Susie Cupcakes out there selling her protein powders. Um, yeah. Or 
Sam cupcakes. I don't want to. Call I'm also Susie. getting upset yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Right, now it's doing over here. Um, you know, and the person who absolutely has that one thing that I need because they know they know they have, they have the best thing for me. So how do you guys? Um, I don't want to say battle it or you know I guess compete against it or fit with that or, or you know see yourselves with all that's going on. Sally out Sally cupcakes really. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I changed it to Sam. I don't want it. Uh, Sally's probably nice. Susie person. homemaker. Susie homemaker. Like really. Like, oh my gosh. Sorry, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. I, I think it's funny. Yeah, Susie Homemaker's out there MLMing her cupcakes. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. I love it. Um, yeah, online, you know, there's always competition. And the bigger the, the fitness industry gets, the more competition that you have. So here's the biggest thing, man. And of, of course, we set some things up on the business side, like manufacturing my own products, which gives me control, contract exclusives. You can't find it cheaper online. But the most important thing is just doing the right thing. If you do the right thing and provide value to the customer, that's the most important thing that matters. It doesn't matter how many MLMs are in your area or what Amazon's selling a product for or whether you can find it online. If you're doing the right thing, if you're matching prices with online, no matter if you make money on that product or not, if you're helping the customer and if you have their intention, best intentions in mind, everything else just takes care of itself, man. So I, I don't look at competition, to be honest with you. I just look at, it, am I doing what's best for the customer, and can I do more for the customer? That's right. the only thing that I Just put your head down and go. You know, there's a certain aspect that, you know, you can, uh, you know, take care of the things that you need to take care of, and everything else is going to be there no matter what. And, uh, you know, just don't let it affect what you're doing. That's right. And here's the other big side of why I don't watch my competition. I don't I, – I, uh, I try not to see what my competition is doing. And there's many reasons for that. One is I want to keep my why in mind and always focus on the why. But the second one is I can't innovate if I'm watching what other people are doing. So if I'm watching what Amazon's doing or my local competition in my area or Susie Homemaker, Emma Lemon, her cupcakes or whatever's going on, <laughs> then I, I'm skewed by what they have going, what they're doing. And to right. truly innovate, I don't think you should be watching competition. You should be truly innovating within what you're, you're actually doing. All right, so let's talk about the innovation. So Monday through Friday, innovation, we're head down, going for it. What now is your vision going forward? I mean, you've got a lot going on right now, but I know that you've probably got 800 things, like to myself, like in the in the back burner. Where where do you see this going in the next couple of years, maybe next five years? What's the next thing? I know you talked about a couple already. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, I've, I have a shit ton going on. And my uh, my philosophy is, I've got one life to live, right? Like what's my legacy want to be when I'm dead or, you know, and here's what really drives me guys is, is my legacy. And and I know that like legacy can be skewed here a little bit and thought of in different ways, but how I think about legacy is how do people talk about me when I'm not around right now? How does my wife feel about me? My daughter feel about me? Uh, my coworkers, my friends, my people, that people that don't even know me. What is my legacy? What am I leaving behind when I die? Or what is my current legacy? So that's really what drives me. But kind of back to your question was, what's my plan over the next one to five years? The biggest plan is be the best. I want to dominate. I want not, I mean, you know, I'm super competitive. I grew up playing a lot of sports. So I want to dominate anything that I do. I want to be the best. And to be the best is to provide the best for the customer. So some innovative stuff that I've done right now. Um, for the supplement industry is we've provided technology for the customer now. So, uh, you know, if you want to change your body, if you want to gain weight, if you want to lose weight, the first step that you have to do, there's no way around this. You have to know what your metabolism is, where it's at. And it has to be very specific. There's a lot of guessing that you can do. You can do formulas to understand what your metabolism is. But we brought in a, a metabolic testing machine. So now when that customer says, okay, I want to, put on more muscle or I want to lose body fat or I want to change this. Here's your starting point. Here's exactly how many calories you burn. Add in how many calories you burn with your workout and what you consume. And you know exactly what you need to do. There's no more guessing anymore. So that's the first step for them. The next step is tracking this progress. You guys still track your progress with a scale? I, I don't. Ooh, no. I do not yeah. hate the scale. Do you look, mainly just looking in the mirror or do you guys do measurement tests? 
no, yeah. I mean for me as a as a runner, it's it's time and and pace uh, and, and how I feel and programming and but for like for my clients, for you know, if yeah. people, if I work with people, if it's athletes, really, it's performance and how you feel. If it is, you know, for weight loss or something else, honestly, the scale is very is used very little. Every once in a while well, to check in with it, and, but unless, more measurement. Unless you really feel like it's it's something that is going to be a tool that's useful, mm-hmm. right? I've had I've had people that that you know have used the, the scale in a, in a way to really monitor themselves and and police themselves, and you know some people, if they're responsible and can handle it mentally, yeah. And then from there, how's clothes fit? <laughs> you know, like yeah. how yeah. do you feel? Tell me that first. Which has been the way that we've measured progress for a long time is, okay, let's go on the scale. We know the scale can be skewed because water weight fluctuates. Mm-hmm. It may be gaining muscle. What, it may not be 100% representation of what's going on. How are my clothes fitting? Is that fitting better? How do I look in the mirror? But the problem with that, guys, is we look at each, ourselves every day. So we don't see the change right. necessarily that is happening. So to combat that, to innovate, I've brought in a 3D body scanner which scans your body and gives you exact measurements that you can come in today, do a scan, come in 30 days from now and compare the scan and see, okay, did my waist go down? Did my, for a runner, how's my calves proportionate, you know, or my legs proportionate? Is my right calf two inches bigger than my left? Maybe that has something to do with my running style or, or how I do that, right? So every inch of their body is measured and then, track that way and i think that's the best way to track progress and track what's going on with your body so i love it i did it i actually did my first one um like a month ago and it was really cool i actually posted it on my it was kind of like i didn't know if it was half i talked about this the other day i'm like i didn't know if it was half like inappropriate like it was kind of like you know looked like a naked person but it wasn't um but i thought it was really cool to see you know to actually see that because a lot of people just do you know, they'll, they'll do the scan. It just gives you results, but to actually see it and then to be able to put those results next to each other and say, Oh, look at the muscle or look at this is smaller. Even though the scale might not have moved, look at the difference. And that's, that's really cool to use that technology. Yeah. I think that's a hundred percent. And what was your reaction the first time you saw your body in 3d? I know my reaction was like, Oh shit, (laughs) right over to the gym right now. And I'm working out. (laughs) I'm pretty, uh, I would say lean. Lean. I'm pretty lean. No, I'll, no, no, I'll send yeah. you the, yeah. my scan. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty lean. I, you know, I look she at is it. as lean as they come. All right? I'll yeah, tell you that. Sweet. So I could be like, oh, you could put on some weight or some muscle. You know, it's kind of depends on what you're training for. For me, it's a little different story. It's hard. But, but they sure. said most people we talk to are like people see that and they're like, whoa. Oh, yeah. You know, we didn't realize that this is yeah. actually what we look like. And yeah. You know, maybe maybe things need to change in order to feel better and live a little healthier. And and it's 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 amazing what's out there right now. And that, you know, it's people like you, Kurt, that are really getting after this, you know, getting after the people that are not healthy and saying, listen, here are some options. Here are some choices. Let me help you live a better life, because, you know, in the long run. Honestly, if you're not eating right and you're drinking and you're smoking or you're sedentary or you're overweight, do you really feel good? Don't lie to me and tell me that you're really super happy. Don't even do it. I'm going to go on my rant. That's it. Don't tell me you feel good 150 pounds overweight walking upstairs. Don't tell it to me. And that's 100% right. And this might be going down a rabbit hole a little bit, so pull me out if you guys want, but what came first, the chicken or the egg? Are they unhappy and then ate and drank to feel better, increased dopamine, which led to right. being overweight and being unhealthy, healthy, which snowballs into being more unhappy, which makes them eat and drink more, right? Like right. Yeah. what came first? So there's a lot of psychology to that also of not feeling good about yourself so you eat your feelings and, and become overweight, right? So. Where uh, where are you doing his 3D scans? Is that part of the retail shops? Yeah, it's in every retail store. Uh, well, I just actually rolling it out to all of them right now. I I tested it in in, the, in my corporate one. So we do the 3D body scanning. We do metabolic testing. That's that's I think it's super valuable tools for people. Fit Republic Foods was now okay. Here's how to eat if you can't meal prep yourself or you find yourself in a bind. 
We have healthy foods for you right here, so there's no excuse not to eat healthy. And the last piece of my innovation that I have going so far would be my own brand supplements. And let me explain that and why that's innovative is I'm a, I'm loss leadering this brand. So instead of paying 60, 50, 60 dollars for five pound protein, I'm giving it to my customers at my cost, my manufacturing cost. So that I'll have an entire line that's lost leader where I don't make any profit on that entire line. To have an affordable line for people that want to have that line, I wrap all this into a Fit Club, which is a monthly membership that's $9.99 a month. Uh, they use the technology for free as much as they want to um, have these pricing on my brands. And they also get $10 in-store credit every month so that that $9.99 gets applied to their account and increases uh, customer loyalty. And and what does the Fit Club entail in full? Is it more than is it exercise programming at all, or is it just the, the access to the to the products that cost? Well, in my my one year five year, I'd love to increase value and can continue to giving to my customer through an app that has education, um, recipes, workouts, you know the calorie trackers. I want to add all this to the fit club of the value, but right now it's the technology for free, the special pricing on my line um, and the in-store credit. That's the value I have right now. Hey, and as you know, international fitness presenters and writers, like, you know, you know who to call Kurt, you know, (laughs) who'll be right right there for you to help you out. You know, love it. It's awesome. That's great. And I think, you know, one of the big things, a lot of people, you know, millennials, they say too, really love to get things online. And the monthly, you know, I have some monthly like yoga programs and things like that um, that I offer for, you know, like for nine bucks gives people somewhere to go, right, to get some information at home, to get, you know, something extra. And it's not breaking the bank. So you can still have your gym membership. You can still get your, you know, you could still get your food that you could bring home. And it's it really makes things a little bit more affordable and more accessible because at the end of the day, I'd rather help 100 people than you know, at a lower price than help one and charge the hell out of them. Right. And that's what makes you sleep at night. And, you know, no offense, I don't think you'd be working five to nine if you really didn't have some passion and love for what you do. <laughs> right. You know, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's crazy. So, Kurt, tell us right now, tell our listeners, I know that, you know, we have listeners from around the world, tell people where they can go to find more about everything that you're doing shout out your websites your social media links okay yeah so um you know if they want to learn more about fit republic it's fitrepublicusa.com we have instagram facebook pages also um fit republic foods has its own website instagram page facebook page that's fitrepublicfoods.com my hunting business is huntingcolorado.co and i'm about to start a gym. I don't have any social or any links up for that one yet, but um, if they if they want to follow me, it's Kurt Belding CEO on Instagram. I have a YouTube channel also that I house all my podcasts on. But here, the biggest thing that I I need, I'd love for any of your followers to follow what we have going on or learn more about us. But uh, I need more people like me and like you guys to help more people in the world. So I need more owners. I need more entrepreneurs to help me spread this Republican mission. So that's the biggest thing that I need. All right. So you're bringing that to Jersey. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> we need to get this going here. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. I think you guys would be a great fit. <laughs> All right. We're, we're crazy yeah. enough. You know, that's, that's kind of where it's at, but it's, I think that's, it's amazing. You also did not mention your podcast Kurt. Come on. Oh yes. Yeah. So uh, I do a, a, two things now. I, I do a Ask the BCE show, which is the blue collar entrepreneur. And that's how I think of myself is I'm super blue collar. I'm in the trenches. I'm getting dirty every day. There's no job too little for me. Like I take out the trash, you know, like I'm the janitor and I'm the CEO. So like I'm super blue collar and I love entrepreneurship. I have tons of companies. I'm a little bit crazy in that realm. So I talk about entrepreneurship on my Ask the BCE show. I just answer consumer questions. And then I just started a vlog which is the um, the BCE vlog, the Blue Collar Entrepreneur vlog that you could. Everything's housed on YouTube. All right, I'm writing all this down. And I got the, the BCE vlog. We didn't even get into the hunting Colorado. Yeah. So, do you take people out before we before we go? I value your time. Do you take people yeah. out? 
You still there? Yeah. Yeah, we're here. So you take people yeah. out in groups or? Yeah. So, you know, and there's a, there's that population of people that love to go hunting and they want a great experience and they're not sure how to go about it. So um, we take people up, depending on what species they want to hunt for. We do a lot of elk hunting. Uh, we take, we horse the back them up into the mountains. We camp in big wall tents and guide them and their elk hunt. And it's usually a five day deal where we go out all day long hunting. We come back, we cook them some food, have some fun at night and do it all over again the next day. Brian, don't judge me. Right. That's on my bucket list. That's like, on to the go hunting. I'm gonna, do it. Isn't that bizarre? Like, well, not bizarre, but like, nah. it's one of the things that I'm like, I want to go hunting because I've never been hunting. Okay. I don't know why. It's just one of those like, I don't know. Hunting you know, trip. It, it is, and it's and it's and it's a thing. People are into it. People love Christine it. I didn't goes hunting. I didn't grow up with that. You know what I mean? I think that that's fishing. Pro- I grew up fishing. That right? was yeah. Yeah, we we have a big uh, sport fishing community here. Uh, you know, we both live in. in I live, grew up in the beach town here with uh, with lots of sports fishing going on, and it, and it's interesting. You know, people are, are way into that. I personally am going to leave the killing of the animals to you, Christine. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just it's all good. Whenever. It's all good. Christine, I tell you what, it you know, it's not about the killing of the animal. Honestly, like I I grew up hunting my entire life, but it's the experience of being out right. in in the mountains yeah. somewhere. Someone may not have even been in the last thirty years, but you're there. Right. You know, it's it's just an amazing experience. And you know, if you harvest an animal, that usually actually doesn't happen very often. It's a small percentage of the time, but it's it's all about spending that time out in the mountains and just having a blast, you know, being there. I also want to run a hundred mile race at yeah. some point in the mountains too. Yeah, so that's she's gonna another, go out to she's gonna go out yeah. to inspiration. I'll yeah. see you out in Colorado. She's at gonna some go point. to Leadville and run up there. How do you yeah. think that, that's crazy as crazy does right there? Yeah, Leadville does that, don't they? A hundred mile race in the mountains. Yeah, it is. yeah, yeah, yeah. We we th- we threw our name in last year as a group. We didn't get in. I hit send and said, "Please don't let me in. Please don't let me in. Please don't let me in." <laughs> hey, it, you know what? All these things are. It, they make you feel alive, Kurt. Like, That's this true. This is what life is about. It's not about sitting down, doing the same thing. Otherwise, Brian and I and you could have done the same thing behind a desk or whatever. But that's that's not who we are. We're, we're movers, we're shakers, we're changers, and damn it, I'm out to get people to see that they can do things in life that they do not yet see for themselves. That's it. That's right. You can create anything you want in this life, 100%. It doesn't matter. Like, you, If you can think it, you can create it. I'm proof of it. I'm just a farm boy that owns many companies right now is doing whatever the hell he wants. So I'm the proof of that, and, and life's about experience. You know, get out and experience. Go run that hundred mile race. That's right. Experience that. You know, because you only live one life. You don't regret it when you're eighty years old and can't do it. That is true. That is true. I love it. Let's end it on that. All Beautiful right. stuff, Kurt. We uh, we really appreciate you coming on, and uh, you know this has been fantastic. And thanks for letting us uh, inside your life and uh, telling us what you have going on. And uh, we have lo- listeners go out and check out Fit Republic Foods and Fit Republic, you know, uh, supplements and everything that you have going on. Great, thanks, guys. I had a had a blast on your guys' podcast. Awesome. All right. Well, with that said, it's Christine Conti, and I'm Brian Prendergast, and we are two fit crazy and the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace.